Welcome to the Good Question with Jessica Tanderup podcast. I'm Jessica, and I have a passion for asking hard questions and going deep in conversation. Usually, these discussions happen over dinner or coffee with a close friend. But on this podcast, I bring them to you because I want you to know if you have questions, you're not alone. On this show, I invite apostolic leaders, thinkers, and fellow believers to tackle the tough topics questioners face as we strive to live out our biblical mandate to love God, love people, and take the gospel to the whole world here in the 21st century. I hope you'll stick around because when you know Jesus is the answer, every question can be a good question. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Good Question Season 4. We have a great conversation in store for you today. When we were laying out the plan for this season, one of the practical topics we wanted to cover was our physical health and wellness. And this is sometimes a tricky subject to cover in this kind of format because I don't know the personal history of each and every listener. What I do know is that this topic can be a sensitive one for a million different reasons. So to have this conversation, I reached out to a good friend of mine, Leanna Cherry. You might have heard Leanna way back on episode four of Good Question, When Faith Bakes a Cake, where she shared her inspiring personal testimony of taking a leap of faith out of the corporate work world and into entrepreneurship by opening up a baking business out of her home during the height of 2020 chaos. I asked Leanna to come back and talk about this, taking care of our bodies, not because she's a medical professional or a nutritionist, she's not, but she is someone who I have seen consistently maintain a balanced and disciplined approach to fitness and overall wellness throughout many ages and stages of her life. I knew she would share real world wisdom from her experience with us, and I was so glad she agreed to talk with us today. Nothing that we say in this episode is meant to make you feel badly about your relationship with your body. Our goal here is to offer some simple mindset shifts and some manageable steps to help you see your physical body in light of its kingdom potential. I sincerely pray that you are blessed by my conversation with Leanna Cherry. Leanna Cherry, welcome to Good Question. Welcome back to Good Question. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk to you. For anyone who doesn't know, Leanna is a friend of mine, mine and my husband. Um, And we had her on the podcast, I think you were episode three, maybe? You were right at the beginning when we first launched. And um, we, if you haven't heard that episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. It's a really, really awesome story about Leanna taking a leap of faith and starting a business. And it's, it was super encouraging to me at the time. I know it'll be encouraging to other people as well. We're going to talk about different stuff today, but um, go ahead and for anyone who doesn't know you or hasn't heard that episode, give us a little short introduction of who you are. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I loved the title of the episode when faith bakes a cake, because I think it encapsulated <laughs> so much of what my story is. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, and I am a person who, like many moms, I think strives to have some balance in her life. And so in 2020, I uh, left the corporate world of almost 20 years and um, not with the intention actually of starting my own business, but that was the end result. And so now I bake from home daily. Um, I do give myself Sunday is the day of rest and, uh, <laughs> Monday is a prep day, but, um, I have started my own business. And so I, I like to think that if I was able to start a business in the height of COVID with all the challenges that it presented, and here I am two years later, 
still doing it. I think I am doing something right. Um, by the grace of God, he really opened the door for me to do it. And it's incredible to see uh, him working through it. So yeah, that's right. It's so amazing to watch from a distance because I can see um, different people finding you and uh, just the reach that you've had, the influence that you're able to have in your area, which is you guys are in Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the other businesses in the area and the restaurants in the area that you're able to have, uh, influence with and connections with, like, it's just, I, I'm, I'm just waiting to see what God's doing with it because it's so cool to see how he's so positioning you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like it's all training for, for the, the bigger purpose that he's going to mm. reveal to me. Um, in the years to come. And I I was thinking about this recently because there are challenges, especially right now with, um, ingredients being so costly. And I've seen my costs go up exponentially and there are days, you know, I think there's an image that's presented on social media, but the, the truth of the matter is behind that are days where I'm literally like, I'm, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, this is, Mm. this is not every Friday I get a steady paycheck and it's, Mm. it's different. And so you have to plan, but I know he, I feel like God, you didn't, you didn't bring me from that situation to this for me to fail at this, like this, the doors that he's opened and the, just the opportunity to connect with people Mm -hmm. in a whole different way and platform and be able to share in my own way, what he's done for me. Um, it's, it's incredible. And I, and I really don't take for granted that opportunity. And I feel like it's it's been a privilege. So. Yeah. Um, I was at a youth conference this weekend. They were singing a song and I, the conference I was at was in France. And so it was in, they were singing it in French. And so I went and found it today, um, in English, which is, uh, James Wilson's song not, it's called not finished. And the, the bridge of that says, when God opens a door, Mm -hmm. no one can close it. Yes. And I was just like, whew, okay. Um, so when God opens the door for you to start a business, he at, did a time when, at a time when everyone is closing at a time yeah. when, when people are just faced with so many different challenges at a time yeah. when I wasn't sure if I should hand you the cake or leave it on the steps or what, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm yeah. like, it really, and I said this in, when I was interviewed last time, I'm like my, my faith, like I will never doubt him again. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ever did, but you know, it just, yeah. it, 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 it's sometimes what your spirit needs to say, God, like, we talk about how he can move mountains, how he can do anything. He's the God of the universe. And it's like, you're showing me that every day in my day to day. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I said, if you haven't listened to that story, go back episode three, you will be blessed by it. It's an encouragement. And, Mm -hmm. um, anybody who's, who's thinking about taking a step of faith, I would encourage you to go listen to it. But today I wanted to invite you on to talk about something that seems like maybe the exact opposite. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) <laughs> of a cr- of a crumb picker cake business. Um, and that is, <laughs> I want to talk to you about health and fitness. And the reason why I wanted to have you on, we were talking about this before we hit record. Liana is not a medical professional. You are not a, a nutritionist or a trainer, physical trainer or anything like that. But you are somebody that I have observed over the however long it's been, 15 years that I've known you, um, that you are consistent Mm -hmm. in your dedication to taking care of your body well. Yes. And so I thought I would like to talk to you about that because it's something that 
one, I personally struggle with. Mm-hmm. Two, it's something that I think as Christians, the focus on talking about it gets really skewed a lot of different yes. directions. Yes. And so I really just want to like to have a chat with you about it and hear your thoughts. We haven't ever really talked about this in depth, I don't think. And so I just would love to hear your perspective on it. So we'll just start at the beginning. When did you start getting into working out, taking care of yourself, uh, exercise, however you, however you frame that, mm-hmm. when did that start for you? Well, I think just attention to to a healthy mindset started for me um, in college because I think I started to see how some of the choices that I would make in the day to day, what I was eating, and just the effects of that. And like you know, you, some of us are born with wonderful genes, and others of us, you know, are maybe are predisposed to having you know weight and things, challenges of that nature in our family history, and so it just became something that I became aware of, um, and having a roommate who was kind of in the same mindset of, of like wanting to take care of herself. Um, we started going to like the free college gym and I just started like getting interested in, um, you know, just taking care of my body. And, um, I, that is where I started to, to run, you know, see myself. Like I was like, I'm never going to be a runner but just start to like do a little bit. And then you see if you, stay consistent. You can do a little more. And then the, the running at the gym became like, okay, we're going to run to the gym and then run at the gym. And, you know, it can get as many people, I think who, who put fitness in their, in their life can, you know, sometimes we lose that balance of like, what's a healthy behavior to something that then becomes like mm-hmm. an obsession. And mm-hmm. I think going back to what you were saying about Christians. And I think, you know, we have to be very careful about taking care of ourselves, but not to a point where it becomes a vanity thing where we're glorifying mm. our flesh more than we are, you know, spending time committing our, our lives to the Lord first and foremost. So if we're spending time with him, um, first, I, I, mm. I, I think about my day and how that's changed for me over the years, um, where, when I was working in the corporate office, prayer often was not the first thing in the morning. Mm. It was the rush. It was the get out the door, get the kids ready, get myself ready. And and prayer was the last thing. And then where am I fitting in fitness in there? And like, I don't know at what point in my life that changed or what things sparked it, but I felt the Lord, you know, convict me in a way of like, if I'm not going to put him first and I'm going to put all these other things, including my commitment to fitness and, and treating my body well, and he's last, like that's backwards. Mm-hmm. My, my time has to be, you know, first and foremost committed to him. But, but again, I think it gets slippery when, um, when we're spending more time glorifying self versus mm-hmm. putting him first. So, but. well, I'm really glad that you started with that because I think that's where a lot of people, the barrier goes up when you yes. start talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, it's a sensitive topic because like you said, we all have different histories and we have different, um, genetic makeup that yes. predisposes us to certain struggles. Mm-hmm. And then when you layer on top of that, how many of us have seen people who do get into it? And then, like you oh. said, it becomes an obsession. Mm-hmm. And so it can put it like this, Oh, I can't even start because if I do, it's going to lead me away from God. Um, mm-hmm. There has to be a balance in there somewhere because he created our bodies. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about that. Like balance, how does that 
consistency. I, I think of it, I think of my journey and please, like, I don't have it all together. I'm not perfect in terms of my eating and my, my exercise, but I think about it in terms of our walk, walk with the Lord. I mean, we're going to have days where we make mistakes. We're going to have days where it's not our best day. It's about getting back up. It's about hmm. consistency. It's about taking the small step. You know, it's about, um, you know, changing our flipping our mindset, like, okay, Lord, like, I really, I really want to try to do better in terms of my health. Well, how can I get there? My life seems so busy. Well, I mean, the biggest thing for me that's been a successor is just like getting up a little bit early, mm -hmm. getting up that half an hour early. Okay. If, if prayer and meditation and reading the word is how you start your day. Okay. So now you're going to get up a little bit earlier and you're going to start your day the same way, but now you have a half an hour window where you can spend some time working on, on your, yourself. And I think God, mm -hmm. you know, the Lord wants us to, to take care of our bodies. I mean, there's over, I think there was over a hundred scriptures in the Bible about caring for ourselves. And, mm -hmm. um, if our body is the temple of the Holy ghost, I mean, we have to treat it as such and, and, mm. and put God in a, in a place where we, we want to please him, but also find that balance of, uh, you know, just what, what is, what, do, what do we have time in our day for? And mm. where is it this healthy balance, uh, that, um, I'm making a commitment, but I'm not, I'm not making it the priority, you know, mm -hmm. the priority of my life over God. I mean, he's number right. one, no matter what. Right. So he has right. to be, but, um, and then that example that that sets, you know, for our family members, for our children, mm -hmm. it's, you know, just like we want to lead our children in the right path to follow him, mm -hmm. the things, the behaviors that we embrace in terms of our food intake, in terms of the choices that we're making, like they're seeing, our kids are watching us, right? Mm -hmm. And I, now more so than ever, because my kids are getting older, I am really paying attention to that more because. Yeah. Well, it's such a good um, analogy. I mean, and it's the scripture, so we know it's, it's more than yeah. even just an analogy, but of our bodies being the temple, I think about how as a child, how I was taught to treat the house of God. Mm-hmm. Right. How my parents were, I can remember many, many Sundays of church being over and people being up and talking and kids running around. And my mom and dad saying, you will sit on this front row because you don't run in, in the church right. unless it's right. in worship. You right. know, you, you treat this house with respect and you don't, you throw your trash on the floor and you don't, you know, you pick up after yourself. And, and so, and now I'm trying to instill those same things into my kids. And I, Absolutely. you know, the thing I say over and over again, this is not a playground. <laughs> this is God's house. We don't, we don't climb in here. We don't run around in here, you know? Um, yeah. But that same example being applied to ourselves for right. our children to see us taking care of ourselves as the temple of the, of the Holy ghost. Right. Um, and just the practical reality that we cannot, function for the kingdom if we can't function. Absolutely. You know, if our bodies don't work, how are we going to do the things like physically do the things that he's called us to do? Absolutely. I was thinking of that recently, um, in, in our church, um, Bethel United Pentecostal church in long Island. Um, we have a, a huge cleaning ministry because the church now it's two buildings. It's, it's the new building and the old building and they're ginormous. And so many hands make light work. And we, you know, we were cleaning the old building and I was like, you know, this is like physically demanding. We had the kids helping us. And, but you think about it, if you're not in 
and I'm not saying you have to be, that's, that's the thing. There's a shift between like, when you're doing something for overall health and well-being versus mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm trying to bench press everything that I, you know, like <laughs> you, you got to find, you know, that balance of like, this is exercise guys. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we're cleaning we're we're vacuuming, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, if I wasn't in physical shape to be able to do that. And there are some that, that can't because of mm-hmm. other reasons, but like, this is the least I can do to, mm-hmm. to, um, to serve and to give back. So uh, it's, um, our, our physical well-being, our mental, it's tied to our mental well-being. I think, I, I mm-hmm. think there's just something when you start the day again, first with prayer and talking to God and then starting your day with like healthy behaviors just sets the tone for the rest of the day, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can, I can definitely relate to that. I've, had periods of time throughout life where I've been more active versus less active. And, um, it really does make a difference. Even like I'm thinking about right now, we're here in Denmark. We had the time change a week before you guys did in the States. And so it's already like, it's getting dark. Like it's starting to feel like dusk around two 30 in the afternoon. And it's starting to you know, it's not completely dark yet, but it's, it's getting closer to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about like, okay, I need to be proactive in thinking about ways I can keep my mood up to keep Mm -hmm. from the dark and the cold making me depressed because it will, (laughs) it's just, it's a fact that will happen. And so one of those ways is movement and getting out into the fresh air. And so even before we moved here, I had in, in my habits for this year, I, I really tried to start changing the way I was thinking about this. And the first thing that I did was I was started in a, in a gym program that was, uh, strength training and, um, you know, lots of different, um, activities, but the goal of it for me, I've, I've always got in with like a goal of, I want to lose this much weight, or I want to be able to fit in this size or, and this time I was like, no, I want to be physically ready to do the things that we're about to do. So we went from being in a place where we were driving a car everywhere to like today, I unexpectedly, the trains that I take to go to my language school weren't running. So all of a sudden in the middle of my morning, I had a 25 minute walk that I wasn't expecting to have. And as I was walking, I was thinking, Lord, thank you, God, that I have the the strength and the ability to do this. Um, But it was a mindset that I had to get into of, I'm, I'm doing this to prepare myself to do what God wants me to do, what he's asked us to do. Mm -hmm. And I think when we, when we can shift away from, um, a number on a scale or a certain size or looking a certain way or fitting a certain kind of clothing or whatever it is that has been the thing, those goals are not sustainable goals. I agree. Especially as, as our, we change and we get older, yes. right? Like we're both yes. moms and we, I think we talked about this maybe the last time, but you told me a story about running on the treadmill while you were like pregnant with Juliana and, um, 42 our bodies. Wouldn't, wouldn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we can't, we can't, we can't do the things. Piano. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I think becoming a mom, I'm sure you have a lot of mom listeners, but becoming a mom first shifts your, your ability to dedicate time mm. to such a thing, but also, um, yeah, your body changes. And I, I, I so agree with everything you just said. And I, you know, I'm, I personally have been facing like, all right, I'm 42 and I'm feeling like the things that I used to do in my twenties and thirties in terms of my eating, like 
that kind of sustaining, like things change, your body changes, your body starts to like plateau at a certain area. And it almost feels like no matter what you do, like the scale just like is like, Mm. and it's not, it's not about a number. It's not about a size. It's about how do I want to feel good. I want to feel mm-hmm. good for myself so I could be the best mom and the best wife I can be. I want to be here for them, you know, mm-hmm. God willing. Like, you know, I have 40 more years, 50 more years on this earth. I want to feel good while I'm here. Um, Jesus, come back before that, please. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's just a mindset shift that happens. And I think um, it is unrealistic to think that we are going to, embrace like this very, uh, you know, regimented thing. Like it's very difficult, right. To stick to something that's so rigid. And I think one of the keys to being successful in this journey is consistency. It's finding stuff that makes you happy. That makes you feel good walking. For me, the best thing is finding a beautiful picturesque preserve where everywhere I look, God's greatness is surrounding me. And it's like, I can walk and I can pray and I can have my time. It's like, I'm getting the best of everything all in one, Mm. um, one session or whatever. But, um, I think when you can find those ways to weave in that, that daily thing, like walking to the train instead of, or walking to your destination, instead of taking a train, like those are the things where you can look back and say, you know what? Like, you know, good for you. Like you, you know, I walked to CVS to get the gift card for the Mm -hmm. the birthday party. My child had to go to instead of driving, like there's little things that even if you feel like you don't have the time, um, I think about people who maybe are like missionaries out in a, you know, like who, who's, who just don't have the same routine as maybe the average person. It still doesn't mean you can't find those little ways to, Mm -hmm. to really, um, make it, make it, I don't know efficient for yourself, but, um, becoming a mom definitely changes that perspective for sure in, in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, yeah. and, and being an example, you know, I, I, I noticed this one time I wasn't happy with like the way something was looking on me and my daughter saw it, saw me looking in the mirror and she's like, mom, you're beautiful. You know, like her, she doesn't see the flaws that I see. Right. Right. So I think setting that example, the positive talk, uh, about Mm -hmm. yourself in front of your children is also really important and ties into that. So, um, you know, I just think it's, um, it's something we're all striving to, to do better at. And there's, Mm -hmm. and I think when you look at, I think, I think of there's a picture or a meme that basically shows, uh, a, a staircase, and it looks, it's going up really high and it's two staircases. It's one where the, the steps are like, there's this much space between them. And then there's one where the steps are this much space. And it's like, how do you get to that, that point? It's those small steps that are mm-hmm. so much more attainable. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, changing out your, your soda for water with fun fruit in it. I don't know. <laughs> to try to make it a little more appealing. I don't know. Like I just, there's just like little things that I try to do to, I don't know, there's something about like, drinking out of a mason jar. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But like, it looks cute. It does look cute. And it's like, am I more motivated to drink out of this than I would be just a plain 
plastic cup maybe i don't know anyway yeah but, um, no, but i think it is true like finding what are those tricks like for me if i have very cold water and a straw yes. i will drink that so fast but yes. if i have lukewarm water that i have to unscrew a lid from it'll flo- float around in my bag for three days before <laughs> before I, I drink it straw is so key i found that too it's um yeah. It just makes it easy. And the other thing for me is stocking the refrigerator with, it's more expensive to buy the water bottles, but I'm like, if I can just grab it and go and throw it in my purse, I am more likely to drink it than if I have my big water bottle and I pour. And, um, so like that for me is definitely water, water for sure is, is another trick. Like replace everything you drink with water and you will see a change. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as, uh, you know, good about it every single day, but, um, it's, it's crazy. You're supposed to be drinking half of your body weight in water. Like you think of like what that is. That's a lot. That's a lot of water. Yeah. It's a lot of trips to the bathroom. Yes. (laughs) And as a mom, we can all. (laughs) (laughs) Only so much time I have for that in the day. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, but so. We talked about how you have this business where you're baking yeah, all day, every day. You're surrounded by sugar and butter and flour, <laughs> and then you're making these delicious treats. And I also happen to know that you and your husband and your whole family, like you guys enjoy food we and do. you enjoy having good food and finding good food. Mm-hmm. So, so there has to be a balance in there somewhere. You have to have some sort of boundaries for yourself around uh, what you're consuming. So t- talk to me about that. What does that look like for you? So I think being around the sweets every day, you know, like anything, um, if you're around something a lot, like it, it doesn't, after a while, it's like, it's, I don't want to say it's not as appealing. I would be lying if I <laughs> told you that, you know, occasionally I'm like, oh, these cookies smell so good. And then I'll just take one. I'll take a bite. I'll be like, they are that good. And then I'll throw it out. <laughs> and people would probably, people are probably die if they knew how much like I threw out, but I just want to know, okay. It, you know, quality control is very important. <laughs> um, it's as good as it smells. Um, but yeah, I think honestly for me with the, with the sweets, it's more or less just because I'm around it a lot that mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not a temptation for me. Um, but we do love food and we, I don't like, listen, I, I just think food is love. Food is joy. It's, it's, it is the thing that as a family, we're like, yeah, daddy's going to make pizza. Yeah. Like it makes us all excited. And if we ate like that every day, like, yeah, we would have a, a problem, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's just balance. It's saying for me, especially, uh, you know, I think more, more so than anyone in my family, it's saying like, you know, I'm not going to have the Carvel tonight. You got, you know, the kids want it. Like you guys have it. And even with the kids, like I'm finding, um, I realized about myself. I place a lot of, um, emphasis on rewarding my kids when, when they Mm. accomplish something great and rewarding them with food. And I'm like, that's not, that's not, what am I teaching them? Like you do something Mm. good. You always get an ice cream. Like, no, like that's not the best, um, thing. And so trying to shift some of those, like, our kids are both big into reading. So it's like uh, a reward can be like, okay, we're going to go to Barnes and Noble and you're going to pick a book, you know, instead mm-hmm. of we're going to go spend $20 on ice cream. So, um, but it is, it's saying, it's unfortunately saying no t- to some things. And, you know, Kevin can attest like, you know, there's times where he'll make stuff and I'm like, he'll be like, you want some? I'm like, I can't like, I, j- you know, he, he, <laughs> 
<laughs> he would make everything with cream and butter and cheese, you know, um, every day. No, but like we do. I think I keep, I help keep everybody in check too. But um, it, it's just, it's, it's indulging when, when, when you want to indulge and maybe sometimes it's having like a, a, a portion, not a huge, you know, meal made up of everything that's bad. I mean, we went for pizza on Saturday night to this great place and local place that the kids love and like start the meal with a big salad. That's what I did. It was like, I started with a big salad so that, you know, I had, a, I engaged, I had a piece of pizza, two pieces of pizza, and but I didn't have a whole pie. And so it's mm-hmm. like these little, you know, Neapolitan things. But anyway, I felt like, all right, I was able to participate, but I didn't feel like my whole meal was, um, you know, it was balanced. And, mm-hmm. and um, so I think just you can enjoy really good foods for sure. If you are putting in the time, you know, to, to get some physical exercise and to, for 80% of the time, 90% of the time to be, you know, in check. And then you mm-hmm. have those indulgences, or if you're, you're on vacation or you go to Paris for the weekend, like, <laughs> you know, you're, there are these like once in a lifetime opportunities where you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, mm-hmm. um, ha- I'm going to participate. But then like, I know physically, like Saturday night I had the pizza yesterday morning. I woke up, I felt like slug. I don't, I don't like the way I feel mm. when I'm not eating good. And mm-hmm. I, I feel the effects of it. And that is enough to motivate me to stay, you know, eat clean, eat high protein, mm-hmm. eat high, a lot of vegetables. Like, I mean, it's very simple. Like it's funny. <clears throat> My husband worked for the New York jets for, for a period of time. And he worked, um, you know, he'd set up these, these stuff, the equipment for the players to train. And he said like a lot of people who worked there, not the players would be like asking the nutritionist, like for the jets, like, what's the secret? Like, how do I, how do I get like in shape? And look like <laughs> and her, her reply would always be eat less, run more. Like, it's so <laughs> like we just, I think we complicate it. Right. So yeah. well, it's just like everything in life we complicate. And I heard recently, I don't remember even who it was that that said it was, um, they were talking about a, uh, kind of like a prominent minister who had a young man come to him and was like, like, what's the secret to like a ministry and what's the secret to like being successful in the kingdom of God. And the, and the, the older man was like, pray and read your Bible. Right. And right. he's like, the kid was like, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't process like, but there has to be something else. Be, there yeah. has to be some kind of trick. And right. I think it, we make everything so complicated. Everything. And we, and we have access to so much more information than any other mm-hmm. generation. And I think there's so much out there, especially in this uh, realm of like health, fitness, what's the latest and greatest diet and exercise. Like God made us in his image. We're perfect, mm-hmm. right? So our own bodies, we without any equipment, you know, like again, back to the NFL, there, there was a player that like, when asked what his training was, he was like, pull-ups, uh, push-ups, sit-ups, like use your own body that use what God gave you and do a little bit. And, and that alone, like just making those small steps, you know, we, we, our son's really trying to get in f- better physical shape. So like, that's his thing now. It's like, he'll start the morning with a couple sets of push-ups, a couple sets of sit-ups. And then that sparked an interest in like, I want to start running a little bit. And, you know, we don't even need fancy equipment. We don't even mm-hmm. need a gym. And that's the thing. It's like, we don't need a gym membership. We don't, 
like we have everything we need. And, and of course, certain, you know, it's, there are obviously people that maybe for other reasons can't, but that's where it comes down to like making those small changes to like what we're putting in our mouths. I Mm -hmm. mean, so everybody can do something. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sorry. I feel like I got off track. No, I think, I think it's good because I think all of it comes back to just discipline discipline. Like it's, it's, it's a like word we need to discipline ourselves in the same way as our, like our, what there's just certain things we know are not good for our soul that we have mm-hmm. to exercise discipline, refrain from participating in refrain from going. It's the same, it's the same exact thing. And it's like, yeah. and, and yeah, we're going to have days where we make mistakes and, but we have to get back up and we have to keep trying mm-hmm. and we have to not, I have never, ever, ever gotten up early and got, got an exercise session in and regret. I can honestly say I've never regretted doing that. I have, there have been mornings where I'm like, I'm extremely tired. This is the last thing I want to do. And every time I feel that way, I make it a point to ask myself, like, do you regret that? Do you regret it? It's like, you always feel better. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we need as a society, there's so much out there. There's so many voices. There's so much clutter, like get back to basics, like in terms of our walk with the Lord, in terms of our health and our fitness, like, you know, it's, it's really, we, we overcomplicate everything and the information overload does not help. So. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I, there's, there's, it's so simple that there's almost like nothing else to talk about because it's, there's, we, we do make everything more complicated than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think there are so many barriers that we put in our own minds that if we really saw it as this simple would, would take away all of the excuses. So I'm thinking about like, you know, we're coming up on the holidays and I know that for myself, I have thought in the past, like, I don't want to start focusing on this right now because that means I'm going to not be able to enjoy, mm-hmm. or that means I'm going to, like, I don't want to be that person at the party. That's like, no, I don't want to eat it because, eh. you know, you don't, like, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to make anyone else's fun less, or I don't want to, sure. but there's always something else. And so there's always the next birthday. There's always a celebration. I mean, I feel like in the church, like, what's the thing we look forward to doing after church? Like eating, where are we eating? <laughs> um, so it's, it, but think about it, Jess, like uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, Christmas, like, okay, so what can I be doing in my day to day right now that maybe I'm not doing so that when I sit down to that Thanksgiving meal, I feel like I've really, I've made a solid effort to do better, be better. And here I am and I'm going to enjoy this. And you know, what's crazy is like when you start to do those things, it's almost like you don't want to, um, something rises up in you where you're like, I don't want to actually throw this all out the window. I don't want to throw all my hard work out the window and like overindulge. So I, I find for myself, it's like when I'm in doing the right things with the food and the exercise, it's like, you enjoy that indulgence, but like, you're not actually going to go off, you know, the deep end in terms of like, you know, seven desserts because you've, you've been like in a healthy pattern before, mm-hmm. at least, you know, that's what mm-hmm. I find for myself. Well, and your body gets used to it as well. Just physically, you get to the point where less food fills you up Yes, and you feel satisfied and you don't have to keep trying to cram in another cookie to, to feel that feeling of, you know, 
okay, I feel like I got what I came for out of <laughs> out of and this big you meal do, or this party. But if you do do that, it's it's like okay, the next day's a new day. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off. You know, I'm gonna have some glass of water when I get. I'm just gonna try to do better. I think what we 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 do a mental thing on ourselves where we hmm. where we have a situation like that and we totally blow it and we just overindulge and it's like uh you know the next day uh you, you feel sorry if he's no just like pick like pick up and move on and that i think at least for me you know i know it's something i definitely struggle with like oh well i already ate the I already ate the pizza. I might as well now go get the ice cream and then I might as yeah. well come back and make s'mores. And like, you have to, you know, keep yourself, give yourself grace. Like none of us, yeah. and we're not yeah. perfect. We're not perfect. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. yeah. The thing I just keep thinking about is the verse where Paul talks about you keeping under our body and uh, keeping it under subjection. And we talk yes. about that a lot of times yes. in terms of fasting, which is, yes. you know, an important spiritual discipline, but there's also just the daily discipline of being the master of our body and not letting it be in control of us. And we, as Christians, we're very comfortable with talking about that in terms of the things that we will allow ourselves to indulge in that are not food or, right, um, right. you know, sexual temptation or whatever. Right. We're very, we're very strong on, Oh yes, we have to bring our bodies under subjection and we can't give in to every whim of our body. But the same is true for the things that we eat yes. and the way that we move. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think they say sugar is, is like the most addicting <laughs> drug drug. Right. So, um, I was thinking about like, Lord, there's nothing, there's nothing we can't talk to you about. There's nothing we can't ask for help with. And some people mm -hmm. need deliverance from, you know, nicotine and some people <laughs> need deliverance from sugar. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it is, um, it is something that I think when we ask for help, like, Lord, I don't, I don't, I want to do better. How, how, show me, how can I, how can mm -hmm. you help me do better? And, and, yeah. um, there's, you know, I, again, go back to the kids. They're like we teach our kids, there's, there's, the Lord cares about everything. He cares about your little boo-boo. He cares about your heart. He cares about yourself. So like, why wouldn't we for our own selves say, Lord, like, I know this seems silly, but I need your help overcoming mm -hmm. these temptations, or I need your help feeling like I can make some time for myself to get some physical, you know, activity. And so yeah. I think it's so important. It's yeah, so important. it really is. And we talked a little bit about it already, but we, we worry about skewing too far in one direction yes. and then going overboard and becoming obsessive about taking care of ourselves. But we also then swing the other direction to the point where we're, we're just like, okay, well, you know, this body is temporary anyway, I'm going to get a new one <laughs> on the other side. So like, why would I worry about this here? You know, but mm -hmm. I think it's, it's so important when you were talking about, and you've said this a couple of times about doing better and I think about it, not in terms of like the, what I have been doing is uh, sinful or bad and I, sure. I need to strive to be right, but it's just in honoring what God has given me better in prioritizing, uh, discipline more. And tell me this, have you seen that? Like, there's a, do you see any kind of connection between when you have disciplined yourself in your physical body versus, and then the discipline that you have to exercise in the spirit? Do you feel like those things go hand in hand or do you feel like they're separate for you? Ooh, 
I feel like life just feels in order for me when, when I am doing first and foremost, when I'm waking up and putting God first. And then I think that discipline sets me up for success in other areas of my life. And it's not just the health and the fitness. It's, it's, you know, how I, my relationship with my children and my relationship with my husband, like it's, it's, it goes into, so I think there's a connection. Um, but I think at the end of the day, if we put God first in our lives and we're conscious about our willingness to want to serve him and please him and, and, and treat this body that he's given us with the utmost respect that it deserves, then I think he can give us the tools and open up our eyes to how we can better do that for him. And, um, I, uh, the, the scripture that talks about, um, our, it's our reasonable service, right? Mm. It's, it's, is it, yes, our bodies are holy and a living sacrifice to the Lord, but to treat them well is our reasonable service, um, to the Lord. So I think, I think, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going. Yeah. No, no, I think that's, I think that's perfect because that verse talks about presenting our bodies. It's yes. not talking about our souls. It's not talking about but, our mind or our spirit. It's talking about our bodies. But that careful balance of care versus worshiping our body, like caring mm. for our bodies, but not worshiping them. And so, mm. you know, I think back, like I spent a lot of years, you know, in my walk with the Lord, I've transitioned how I get my exercise in. And currently, you know, it's mainly in the privacy of my own home and then outside if I go for a walk. But there were years, you know, where I was in a gym setting and just seeing people like, you know, lifting weights and like, you know, staring at them. <laughs> like, I don't think... <laughs> I, you know, listen, I'm not to say like lifting weights is it like, actually, that's a wonderful way to get started. Um, but it's, you know, there's that balance between like, am I glorifying my flesh or am mm. I glorifying God with my body and taking the best care of my body that I can so that I can serve him and do more for him and be physically able to, you know, carry and set up table, you know, carry things into the, to the sanctuary <laughs> to help set up, you know, there, there's a, there's a difference. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think I that's the so part we really need to be mindful about because, um, it can go from, you know, healthy, yeah. a healthy thing to an unhealthy, um, obsession, addiction, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. I think, I think it's just, yeah. And I, I, I brought a little prop. I, I was laughing. I had to dig this out of the garage. <laughs> um, after I had my son, you know, I had a goal of trying to get back in shape. And so I joined a class at the library where it was like, it was like, a, I don't know, some sort of exercise class. It was like, bring a kettlebell. Well, I had never bought a kettle or had I used a kettlebell. So I'm like, okay, Amazon, you know, and I show up to the class and the instructor's like, is that your baby son's kettlebell? <laughs> <laughs> But like, I brought this just as a, as a reminder of how there's days where I feel like I haven't come that far. Mm -hmm. And like, I let like eight pounds, like I could easily swing a 25 pound or a 30 pound now, but like, this was a lot for me in the beginning and that's mm -hmm. okay. Like you have to start somewhere. Um, and there's so many resources out there. Like you don't need to, you need to get fancy. Like I brought like, yeah, like little Amazon, little resistance band. I mean, you could do <laughs> You can do things 
at your local park. You can, you know, you can really yeah. get creative. So, yeah, the resources that are available, are, it's truly, it's almost overwhelming. Yes, like it is. the different apps you could get or the, or the, you know, coaching you can pay for and, yeah. you know, the things that you could do are really like, it's all over the map. But I love what you're talking about, about how our own bodies are just equipped to, Yes, we can take care of them without anything, without any equipment at all, you know? And so we can't, we shouldn't let that be a barrier to just start doing something. Yes. We've talked a little bit already about some of these tips, but, um, if someone, if someone wants to start, what would, Mm -hmm. what would be your starting places? Um, so I did write a couple of things here. So one of the things that I absolutely love, and I think anyone, if you have a phone, you know, Pinterest is a amazing resource for just getting some ideas for like, just, okay, I, I know I want to start doing something, phys- say physically, uh, with a few minutes, uh, like, what can I do? So Pinterest, you know, again, this little kettlebell, like there's probably 25 exercises I can think about off the top of my head that you can do just swinging this and, you know, like it's incredible. So it doesn't take much, um, water, 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 water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, just like swaps, you know, like, I don't know if you're a person that, that really enjoys like a burger, you know, like, what could you do? What could you, what, little change can you start to make like, okay, like a burger, you know, it's protein. It's, it's actually good for you, but like, all right, if you're used to getting the 80, 20, like maybe try the 85, 15, maybe try the 90, 10, maybe try a Turkey burger every day. Like just those little changes that do add up over time. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I think the water is so key. Um, if you literally just said, I'm going to not drink any sugary drinks. And if you're a person who likes soda, try seltzer, try a flavored, you know, I have like orange seltzer in the fridge. It's like something different. It's, you know, just think of like, where, where can you make those little swaps? Your coffee, are you loading it with cream and sugar? Okay. Like, <laughs> listen, I, that, see, for me, like, that is, that is the downfall for me because I love coffee. I probably have two to three cups a day. In fact, I just had a doctor's checkup and I'm like, this coffee really good for you. She's like, oh. And I'm like, she like validated it. One to two cups a day is actually very good for you. I'm like, hey, but with French vanilla creamer, <laughs> with cream, probably not. Um, but like, I know that was one thing, like when we first got married, my husband and I like, you know, that was a, that was a swap was like, all right, no more sugar in the coffee. Like I'm not going to put a sugary creamer and put a sugar, you know? So anyway, so starting, starting small YouTube is, and I, I sound like my father, cause my father like <laughs> can sit on YouTube for, you know, learn a skill or a trade on YouTube. But in terms of exercise, like get some ideas for exercise, go on YouTube. It says this, this workout says uh, a certain type of exercise. I don't know what it is, look, watch, you know, watch YouTube, see someone do it, get an example and then try, mm-hmm. try to do it. So, yeah. um, I think getting in, in, in getting outside, getting your vitamin D, the sun, you know, get a walk in starts, start mm-hmm. small. Like you're not going to listen to this podcast and go home. Like, say, all right, that's it. I'm going to clean out every bad thing in the house with sugar and I'm going to start a work. Like, I think that's where we set ourselves up for failure because it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it goes back to those steps. It's like, no, I need to take those little small steps so that I can reach the ultimate goal versus saying like, 
I'm just all of a sudden I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to just be very regimented. Like you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I so love that. It's time. It's tying in with other things we've talked about this whole season about, we talked about minimalism and about clearing out things from our houses. And again, like these great big, huge systems, they usually don't work for most people to to make this humongous big change. It, it happens a little by little and with that consistency and the discipline and you build on what you've done. And then one day you look back and say like, Hey, I just climbed that flight of stairs that three months ago I was completely winded and I just did it without thinking like, yes. And it happens slowly over time. Yes. So I really appreciate your thoughts on all of this. It's been, it's been so great. Um, I will say for just disclaimer purposes, anybody who's wanting to start any kind of health and wellness thing, talk to your doctor, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that, you know, everyone has your own, um, your, your own limitations and we should, you know, definitely not try to do something that other people are doing without making sure that it's actually going to be a, a fit that's going to help our bodies and not end up hurting us or, setting us back. So yes. And and going to the doctor and getting a physical and just seeing, you know, I just had some blood work done. Just like, are my levels of, you know, is my cholesterol good? Or, you know, how are things get Mm -hmm. a, get a picture of where you are in terms of your health. And maybe that'll motivate you to, to start to take steps to get to where you want to be. I know Mm -hmm. people get afraid of going to the doctor. They're fearful of what they might find out, but like, we're not meant to live in fear. We're, God, God can empower us to to overcome these things, and so mm-hmm. so start somewhere. But yes, yeah, like, uh, always checking with your doctor before you try any kind of fitness or diet plan is always a good idea. Yeah. Well, is there anything else about this that you wanted to say that we haven't covered yet? Um, I just think to be very realistic about you know setting goals for yourself and you got to find something that you find joy in, in order to stick with it. And that's so key to being successful is to wanting to come back and do something Mm. again. And it doesn't mean you have to stay with this regimented. I do the same thing every day. Like you enjoy walking, you enjoy, um, looking at God's creation, like do that. You, you know, you have a bicycle in the garage you haven't used in 20 years or like dust it off and go for a little bike ride, you know, like find, find the, find the bleachers at the park and do a couple dips. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. So just start, just start. And you're going to look back and be so glad that you did. Yeah. Start and do it as unto the Lord. And it will be, it will all be better. Okay. Well, we always wrap up with the same question. (laughs) What's a good question you're asking yourself lately, Leanna? I'm asking myself a lot of good questions. One is like, why is it 75 degrees out in November in New York right now? It's like hot. Um, but I wanted to tell you, it's like I was given this opportunity the first time. I feel like I was jokey about it. So I'm going to try to be a little more serious. Um, we all know that the Lord is coming back soon. and But if we actually knew the day and the time, what would we be doing differently today for him? And I think that really... I know if I think about that and shape my priorities for the day based on that question, my day looks very different than sometimes what I waste, you know, waste time doing. And so Mm -hmm. he's coming very soon. And I, I just feel this urgency more and more. I feel like in the last two years, all of a sudden, it just feels like it is speeding up and ramping up and we are getting ready to see 
the greatest revival and harvest before he comes back. And so ask yourself that question. Like if, if I knew he was coming back today, what would I be doing differently with myself, you know, with my choices? So, but why is it 75 degrees (laughs) (laughs) in November in New York? (laughs) <laughs> both very good questions and one that we can do more about than the other. <laughs> uh, well, it's been so fun to chat with you. Thank you so much for joining us again. I hope that you have a wonderful uh, rest of your November and then it cools off for you soon. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, and I think the Tandrops are, I think you, the question that I'm asking I think you guys are are an example of people that are asking that question. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be where you are right now. And I think, you know, I think I, I just want to say I, I think it's amazing what you're doing and your family's doing. And I, I think God honors our sacrifices. And I think he's going to bless you in ways that you don't even know and realize yet for what you're doing right now. So, so thank you. Well, thank you for saying that. I will, I will receive that. We will take it. (laughs) All right. Well, I will let you go. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Friends, I hope that if you were a little hesitant or nervous to click play on this episode, that you are leaving feeling encouraged and empowered to take some small steps toward honoring your body as the temple of the Holy Ghost just a little bit better today than you did yesterday. This season is all about practical tips and you can't get much more practical than drinking a glass of water and going for a walk. But I hope that more than just physical improvements to your body for the sake of a size in your clothes or a number on the scale, that you'll go forward asking yourself, how can I best take care of my body today so that I'm able to accomplish what God has for me to do tomorrow? I would love to hear your thoughts. You can find us on Instagram. The podcast is at Good Question Show, and I'm at Jessica Tanderup. That's Jessica T, as in Tuesday, A-N-D-E-R-U-P. You can also find us on Facebook or send us an email to goodquestionshow at gmail.com. This podcast is a production of Good Question Media. It's produced and hosted by me, Jessica Tanderup, my co-producer, editor, and the man who is always supportive of my efforts to improve my health and wellness is my husband, Dave Tanderup. If you typically listen to this point in the episode, you might notice that we've said goodbye to our fantastic audio engineer, Josh Powalczyk. Josh has done so much to help us improve the quality of the audio for this podcast. We are thrilled for him that new opportunities have come his way, and we pray God's richest blessings on him and his business. Josh, you will be greatly missed. That's it for this week. We will be back here next Tuesday with another good question. See y'all then.